Welcome to the Guys Who Cry podcast. We've got another episode and a great guest, a great friend of mine and Ruben. Now, Ruben has taken a little break this week. Uh, he has ditched the podcast for his family, wah, wah, but he's in Indiana right now visiting his brother, parents, and uh, his nephews. So he was around a lot of kids and said, hey, maybe it's better you guys just do the podcast on your own. So we're doing that this week with our special guest, Megan. Megan, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. How are you? So good. Megan, you um, have been an inspiration to me. We've met um, indirectly through Ruben. We knew each other before, have a pretty interesting story. I wanted to give a little bit of background on what we're going to talk about today because you are heavily involved in fitness, nutrition, um, as well as uh, cosmetolo- cosmetology. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, cosmetology. So you are like a go, go, go person. And I love talking to you about motivation, fitness, ambition, and all that. So we'll get into that topic. But the funny story about how we met was I, I met you on a dating site. I don't remember which one it was. Oh, it, it was, no, it was Bumble. Oh, what was it? Bumble. Okay. It was Bumble, yes. So we just started chatting, you know, just texting, whatever, here, here and there, and all that stuff. And then it was kind of like, I wasn't, I wasn't not very busy that time of my life. That's for sure. And you, you would, I think you were working two jobs at the time. Well, so I was actually thinking about this on my drive over here. So it was during the very beginning of COVID. Oh yes. Oh, I was struggling like mentally because I was like, I hate my job Uh as a stylist. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? This is pretty much like signifying like the end of my career. Right. Like what the hell is happening? (laughs) And then I was doing my, uh, my NASA personal training certification and I was doing the, uh, the accelerated one and was just like pounding the books, trying to get it done as quickly as possible. And you had clients, some clients, um, personal training. No, no, not with that. But that was also like right when it was like, Hey, come cut my hair in my backyard come mm-hmm. like give uh, me color that, throw it on and then like you know that's what it was so it was yes. that like weird covid hair weird trying to juggle that trying to juggle the nasa thing trying to yep. just like figure out life right yeah it was a terrible time no, i mean it was not it was a great time but it was you know no it's cool so we just we just ended up just sort of fizzled out didn't, didn't talk too much but it was fine and then i and then somehow Ruben invited a group of people out to dinner one night, like a fancy dinner in town. I think that yes, was... Yes, it was when the, the green room reopened at the Hotel DuPont. Right, Yes, right. because we all got decked out and dressed up and... That's exactly right. Yeah. He he had met you and then mentioned you were coming. I was like, oh, I definitely think I know her. And then when you came, we started talking like right away. We were talking about all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff, like all the same stuff we're going to talk about tonight. And then we went out to have dinner and all that. And that was, we had a really good time. So it's just funny how you meet someone, especially online. I've made a lot of great friends online. Then, you know, maybe it, you don't connect right then, but then you connect in another way through other friends and just, you know, grateful that we, we did get to connect through Ruben. And now we're all friends and it's great. Oh. So it's awesome. And then meeting your boyfriend has been really cool too, because he's a very creative guy and just like, I I thought it would have been cool to have him on the podcast too. So maybe we can do that another time. But um, anyway, it's good to have you on the show. No, thank you for having me. (laughs) Absolutely. So right now, what are you involved in? You're doing, um, you're, you you worked at the salon today. Yes. So you finished your NASM uh, certification. I did. So then I finished my NASM certification. So I'm a certified personal trainer through them. Awesome. I then did a holistic health and nutrition coaching course through IIN, which is the okay. Institute for Integrative Nutrition. So okay. I finished that. I am currently working on my 200 hour yoga teacher certification. Yes, that's what you were at this weekend, right? Didn't you have yes. a course? Yes, yeah, so that was like a, my weekend in the studio for that. Yes. Um, 
And then I think my plan and my path, who the hell knows at this point, but I think what is going to happen is as soon as I get this done, I'm going to take my yoga therapy certification, which that's a big boy. That's like a two year certification. But that really dives deep into more of like the the anatomy, physiology. You're really getting into almost like a literal physical therapy and right. mental therapy using yoga. Um, so kind of everything that I've worked over, you know, the, on over the past couple of years has kind of led me to this point now of like using movement as a, as a way of therapy almost. Do you, is there a stopping point for you? Is there some goal you'll achieve where you'll be like, okay, I'm kind of good now. I have no idea. I was always taught in the hair industry. The second you are done learning, get the hell out because oh. that's when you've hit your peak and you no longer are open to new ideas which means you should not be doing what you're doing kind of like you don't care anymore yeah. almost well if i actually uh, greg regarding uh like computer programming i've always learned that same thing like uh, the guys that i know computer programmers like are always learning they're always learning what the new thing is and all that kind of stuff yeah. so i don't know if that's the same thing but that's i guess a lot of our careers are the same way because knowledge is just we can constantly accumulate new knowledge and stay up on it. My brother's a physical therapist, and I know he has to get recertified often and go to training and courses and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff, so it never really stops. But um, we had talked before. Uh, this brings up our conversation. You and I had hung out a couple months ago at the Trolley Tap House in town, and we were talking a lot about ambition because I was like, you always seem like you're doing a lot. And I was like, where does that come from from you? And for you, do you think motivation... Um, comes from a source that you can't control or is it is it is it based on 100 percent willpower and just whatever you can energy you can muster to accomplish a task you've set out to do honestly i think it depends on the person yeah. um i think some people really require external motivators sure. while others are internal i can internally motivate myself i don't need another person mm -hmm. i don't need a group i don't need anything like that but a lot of times that comes with a price of overdoing it and over pushing because it's it kind of it comes from somewhere, which with me, it's kind of the feeling of like I'm never doing enough. So I have to keep going, going, going and keep yes. learning more. Whereas then you have the people that require the more external motivators, the coaches, the friends, the yes. group, you know, exercise classes, all that kind of stuff. They just need that confidence booster to know that they can do it. And then right. once they got it, they're good to go. Do you need that? Do you ever need an external motivator? Usually, no. See, I'm, that's I'm pretty awesome. good with that. Yeah. That's what it, well, Greg, that's also what I talk about, too. When I want to do like my own music projects, like I have a song I want to record or whatever, or even the podcast, it really helps me to have other people to meet with. Like we have a scheduled time we're going to meet. We're going to work on this. That really motivates me. When I have to like record a song on my own or make a new YouTube video on my own, it's really hard. Like I always find an excuse to not do it. But if I have to meet someone, oh, it's going to get done. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm actually working with someone, I'm a thousand times more motivated. It's like I could never do math homework on my own. But if I had to tutor someone else, I was like, oh, we're going to get this done. Yeah. And like I was keeping them on track. So it's just motivation is a very, very odd thing. Is there anything that you don't like to do that you drag your feet doing even if it's like i don't know going to a wedding or some other thing that you're just like i just really don't want to do that you're not naturally motivated to do um especially a goal-based thing well i mean the only thing i can think of and it's something i struggle with a lot is it's not necessarily conflict but it's having like serious like difficult like conversations and moments 
Um, like just recently, I I didn't even have a chance to tell you this, but I yeah. had picked up a second job. Oh, really? Amongst all the other <laughs> that I'm doing. So I thought that was a great idea. So I was working part time at Lululemon and I oh. can't say enough positive things about the company. The company itself had nothing to do with the fact that I was burning myself out and that I was working there three to four days a week. I was at the salon three days a week. I'm trying to do my yoga teacher cert on yeah, top of all right, that. Right. And um, and I finally hit the point where I was like, something's got to give. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, it's got to be this job. And it broke my heart to do it because I did genuinely enjoy the the job, which sounds crazy. But you like, enjoyed the team and like, the, oh, God, the, yeah, enjoy, everything about the job I loved. The company and, seems cool to work oh for. I don't know why, God, but they it, seem like they have a good. If anybody ever needs a job, go to Lululemon. Can I ask where? Amazing. Was it Christiana Mall? No, Britain Lake up off of uh, Route 1 in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Yeah. They have their own like uh, anchor store there. Yes. Not anchor store, but um, yeah. separate storefront. Store. Yeah. Storefront, yeah. That's cool. But literally having the conversation with the manager took me all day. Yeah. I had ample time and I just, the I couldn't do it. I kept being like, meh, I can't, no, Oh, because you felt bad, right? Like and you I didn't did. want to let down the team. And yes, like, there were so many other things, you. and it it literally took her getting ready to walk out the door to be for me to be like, "Hey, I gotta talk to you." Uh, but like for me, like that's the kind of stuff. Like not there, it comes down to like uh, it, it has to be done for me to have that like yes. interaction, that conversation. I don't again, I don't want to call it a conflict, but that you know, yeah, the ending to something. Well, that's interesting because well, I had actually. Um, employed you to help me with a new nutrition plan and since you do a lot of holistic nutrition fitness well-being what do you think about the whole um, culture we have especially in the United States but I know it's very prevalent actually even more so I think in Japan um, of this go 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 kind of work at the expense of all else um, sort of mindset and attitude there are obviously pluses to it but in your experience, especially from a holistic sort of medicine sort of standpoint and mental health, do you think it's something that we need to like sort of de-emphasize and change culturally? We're like, hey, it's good to work hard, but like you also have to balance that. Yeah, no, it it really is. And it's one of those things that I am learning how to practice because I, you know, I preach it a lot. Sure, sure. Where it's, it is, you know, self-care is not a bad thing. Taking mm-hmm. time to rest is not a bad thing, yeah. but we are made to that it is yeah. i mean it's in school when you and i i see this with clients i see yeah. these kids in high school that are juggling two sports working a job trying to be a teenager and it's like what and is do homework what you do exactly <laughs> and it's just kind of like we're yeah. instilling this in children yeah and and i know that that adds then to the feeling as an adult that you just you have to do it right what always brings up the i always think of the Joe Rogan podcast when he interviewed Elon Musk and he was uh, Joe Rogan was like Elon how do you do all these things you have like three or four different companies like you're go 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 you work non-stop like how do you do it and Elon was like oh it's great okay but like you don't want to be me like there's so many things I want to do in my head that I feel like have to these ideas that have to come out that like it's almost uh, a form of torment so I know we do idolize people who who work 80 hours a week and are super successful and all that kind of stuff, but I feel like to a fault because who knows what else they're sacrificing in their life to uphold that lifestyle, how many marriages they've gone through, how many divorces, how many kids that they've had to, you know, miss their soccer games or do this or do that, Um, what they've had to give up to achieve that. And um, especially if we want to be, you know, family and relationships focused, friends, family, whatever that is, um, you know, we can't work ourselves until we're 
dead essentially you know yeah but that comes from me because i'm probably more the opposite where i do like to stay busy in fact i'm not very satisfied if i'm not like creating or doing something but um it's probably a little easier for me to like also not um you know burn the burn the candle at both ends is that what the expression is mm-hmm. oh burn yeah the candle at both ends yep well, so and i think there are ways that you can still be creative and still be involved in doing something yes. that is still restful Right. You know, like something like in if you like to paint or do some type of, you know, art or yes. something to, you know, that you don't feel like you have to. You're doing it because you want to. It's enjoyable. It's right. you are able to decompress and release. And, you know, I think that's totally fine because you're pretty good at that. I mean, I know you've had you set aside your rest days and everything. Like, what do you usually <laughs> like to do? Well, I think the last weekend you had uh, you were taking it easy kind of on a Sunday. Did, yeah. Was that last weekend or the weekend before? It was. Yeah. yeah, it was a little while ago because it was like, oh, I have to work 10 straight days in a row. This is my last day off. So right. it's like, I'm going to, you know. What do you do? Like, what do you like to do to chill? Like, do you do yoga or do you just like watch a TV show or I have actually reincorporated reincorporated TV back into my life. That oh, okay. has been something that I have kind of forced myself to sit down okay. and turn my brain off and just be able to focus on something other than going. And like TV does that. It's harder to do naturally is for you. Is that okay? It That's is, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, and also too, I was going through a phase. I'd sit down on the sofa. It's 830 at night. I've been awake since 5 a.m. And I pass out <laughs> in five minutes. Yeah. And then I wake up and I'm like, Ugh. Oh no. Yeah. When but, you're sitting down to watch something, is it hard to like focus or, or have you gotten to the point where you're like, okay, I can sort of veg out a little bit? Yeah, I have kind of, I've gotten to that point That's that awesome. I can, you know, actually focus on it and enjoy, enjoy that. Um, what have you watched? I think it's called right now we're watching. I think it's the greatest. It's I, on Netflix? It's on Hulu and it's about oh. Catherine the Great. It's like a historical satire. Oh, that sounds cool. Oh, it's so good. So So like historical fiction, I guess is what they call it. It's like sort of historical, but they also make up stuff too, right? See, I'm not sure to the degree of what they're making up with it. Yeah. But okay. kind of, yeah. And it's like a, it's like dark humor. It's it's interesting. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, that's been cool. Um, and like I love a good old good old fashioned baking show too. That's another. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's cool though. It is hard to strike that balance though. I think um, I'm struggling with that now with with finding the motivation to do things on my own that are relaxing and do take up it, it takes up time, but it makes me feel more fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And especially during like a holiday time where I know I have more time to accomplish something like that, like I'll feel better if I do it. Um, but then it's it's funny because you accomplish one goal. And then it's like, well, right after that, you do get a, I don't know if it's a dopamine hit or something, the feeling of accomplishment, but then it's like, okay, well now what's the next thing? Yeah. Which I think is fine. Yeah. I don't Mm -hmm. think there's anything wrong with that, I guess, but it's funny how it it never really ends, you know, your entire life. I think you're, I don't know, maybe, do we get to a point, you guys think, when we're we're older and we're just like, ah, I don't really care about anything, I'm just going to watch TV all day and just like, whatever, I I don't know, or is there always a sense of... I don't think so. I mean, there's people who are still there. There are people who I know who've retired who say they're busier now than they were when they were working. They, Actually, yeah, my dad. Mm-hmm. They find things that they get into and they're interested in. The other thing I've seen that like really successful that people usually do, they will set something up at the beginning of their day that's easy to accomplish, so oh. that it kind of builds your confidence uh-huh. early. And then, I mean, you know, it's not good to always do that, I guess, because you yeah. got to get the hard stuff done eventually. But right. Or even with, uh, how do you think about this with the gym? Because some days when I don't feel like going, it's like if I just get in the door, Mm -hmm. if I just get in the door and get on a treadmill or something, like that's half the battle. 
what do you do you recommend that to clients or people who say ah, I struggle to work out and I'm really motivated or is there any advice you give them for that kind of thing I mean I definitely think that 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 is a good way to look at it it but you have to look at the motivation of like what you're struggling with is it the motivation mm. that like you're physically exhausted and like right. you're really just you're pushing yourself to the limit physically because then that's a totally different story or is it more of like uh, just messing with your brain you know right. got to get yourself in and then you're fine because i mean there have been days that i've should not have worked out should not have gone to the studio should not have done it but i pushed myself and did it and then you know a couple hours later regretted it heavily when i then felt like it even worse and can, can was, I ask why like like physically you pushed yourself too far or you yes. needed time to rest mentally or both just, all of it and it was just kind of like oh well this is what i do on this day of the week and like so what that i'm tired like yes. i'll feel better after and then it was like no i didn't <laughs> good point and that's i like that when we did the analysis um months ago when i asked you for a new uh, nutrition and fitness plan it's like you mentioned that of like look at the underlying symptoms of what it is you want to accomplish and why you're doing what you're doing which mm -hmm. You don't get that much, I think, when you hire like a fitness expert or a personal trainer. It's just like, oh, how many more reps do you want to do? Oh, do you want to lose weight? Okay. It's like, yeah, but why? Yeah. 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 And that was something that I learned real quick with with health coaching and why I've kind of come away from that a little bit. Okay. Is that uh, a lot of people are struggling with their health and with wellness, but they're not looking at it with from a place of like, how do I explain this? They're looking at it and like, oh, I just want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. Oh, I want to be stronger. Oh, I want to look better on the beach, this mm -hmm. or that. And it's just kind of like we have lost such sight of what true health and wellness is. And yes. it's like that has nothing to do with how, how do you feel? Yes. Like, how do you actually feel? Because that's the most important thing. And that was something for me. I mean, I spent like two years in the gym lifting, pumping my body full of protein and you know, this recovery and that recovery right. and this pre-workout. And yeah. like, I felt like in my, dig really? my digestion was terrible. I like just was kind of puffy all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I was blowing myself out emotionally right. and it was like, take a step back when you kind of come away from it all. And it's like, oh yeah, like I may not look like I did before, but I feel so much better. Overall, you feel yeah. so much better. Well, that's why I think I met with you originally because I'd kind of done the same workout plan for a while. And, you know, if you're like lifting weights, it's like, oh, we want to lift, you know, we'll lift more and then you got to eat more. And I'm like, yeah, but I like, I don't really want to eat more because I don't, mm -hmm. I don't feel good when I'm just stuffing my body yeah. constantly. My intestines don't feel as good. Like I don't feel sort of as clean. Like what's maybe like a lighter, more like um, well-rounded workout that I can do that's not necessarily focused on like, you know, heavy weights and increasing muscle mass and all that stuff. When where I, I can match that with like a moderate level of eating, a comfortable mm -hmm. level of eating where I'm eating healthy, but I'm also like not like stuffing my face with protein bars and shakes every two seconds because I'm trying to yeah. add five pounds of muscle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's okay for people to think about what what is it that I really want, not what what image mm -hmm. that society tells me I have to conform to. Yeah. So that's really important too. The other thing was too about the importance of setting goals and deadlines, which I always think is like touted in the Malcolm Gladwell sort of sphere of, you know, but it's, it is important if there's something you want to do, it does help to set a deadline of something you have to get done and with you you kind of have deadlines forced on you because you're doing maybe like a nasm certification where you probably have exams and things you have mm -hmm. to take at certain de uh dates but 
Do you often set goals or deadlines for yourself to accomplish certain things? Does that help? See, it's funny because that's a lot of things that I don't really actually get into like the nitty gritties of. I'm just curious. Which is funny because I guess I've always been drawn to having somebody else set it up for me. So I'm, it's one of those things where like, yeah, I can have like a, a kind of a, a vague goal yes. or like a vague deadline for something. But unless it's like a program or unless it's written out and planned out, I kind of will just be like, well, I'll get to it. Like I'll get to it at the time that I get to it. In. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, a, yeah, that's the dangerous thing. Cause then uh, and it's easy to never get to something if, if you don't have a deadline, mm-hmm. but that's why I mean, I was like enrolling in something if I can or yeah. hiring a teacher or something because just like I said before, having a, a time and a place to meet someone is like a great way of getting a long-term goal accomplished. Um, and Greg, you and I have talked about it. You had a great idea for me, which is, so Greg and I record music. I write music. We have we write and record together. And um, I was thinking about the next year of like, well, how can I record like more songs? Greg, how can we use your time schedule, your time wisely so we can record stuff and he was like, well, you know, you can create like a schedule, like send me some weekends uh, ahead of time and I'll block that time off and it's times we can meet together. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't know why I never thought about that before. Because <laughs> then you can coordinate with your wife and um, sure. I can coordinate my schedule as I'll be traveling back to Ecuador um, to visit my girlfriend and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but but thinking ahead and scheduling time for whatever it is you're doing, I think is mm-hmm. also very, very important. Yeah, so. I, I live by my schedule. Yeah, for sure. Do you keep a schedule on your phone or in a? So I keep school? a schedule on my phone. I keep a schedule on the refrigerator. Yeah. And then I just broke away from having an actual book on top of it. I was like, this is too many schedules. I got to just like. <laughs> the administrative <laughs> overhead yeah, is like, crazy. like You need yeah. your own personal assistant there. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's why I like sending uh, calendar invites to people on my phone. Oh, like, yeah, that's great. It's just like, I thought about sending you one because you and I were supposed to catch up and just grab drinks tonight. And then I was like. This is usually when we do our podcast. Like, let's just have Megan on the podcast, you know? And we always like getting a female perspective too, which is which is really good. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. So you, uh, you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. How long has it been with Jake? Um, well, it was a year in September. So a year. In, wow, yeah. I can't believe that's gone. I know. That fast. I know. That's pretty cool. And you guys, can I ask? Did you meet online? Right. We did. We were Everyone's we're a Tinder couple. Yeah. Oh, Tinder couple. That's yeah. cool. Okay. Very very cool. That's awesome. And uh, is there anything that you've gleaned from your last year of a relationship that like you could share with? Because we always talk about relationships on the podcast, like anything in your experience that you kind of learn like, oh, this is good, like communication or we've talked about it a little bit. But um, any advice that you could share? (laughs) Um, I think the from what I have learned and like from our struggles and our relationship and our successes and all of that. Um, you know, we have good communication when it gets bad. Okay. But we don't have good communication from like day to day. And oh, I think that's interesting. And a lot of people are like, oh yeah, like I talk to my significant other all day long, yet they can't fight, yet they can't discuss things, they can't hash things out. Right. We can do all of that. Okay. But trying to keep up with each other and just keep that like the dialogue going yes and keep from okay. getting to that point of frustration where it turns into a fight oh 
That's that's what I said to my girlfriend. I said, as, as a, if we can just share, like the minute you have, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that this is the right advice, but the minute you have a little bit of a misgiving or a worry or a concern or the other person did something you don't like, like I, I feel like the faster you can share that and just say, hey, why did you leave the milk out on the counter? Or whatever, I don't know. Exactly, <laughs> that's something I yeah. would do. It's like the faster I can say that, I've done that too. It's like, then you don't have any reason to like resent the other person. Yeah. And I've had to force myself to do that too. Like if there's something I kind of want from the person, like at least say it. They can say no, but at least I've gotten it out of my Yeah. No, that's brain. awesome. That's yeah. I'm not saying I do it all the time, but I mean it's does that do you think that that would help people if they did it oh, more or God, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So you guys have a good um communication regularly just about whatever, frivolous things, day-to-day things, all that kind of stuff, but is it it's in the moment when you're feeling a little bit of a misgiving or a concern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's so, so both of you, do you think both of you could improve, like improve that? I think almost all couples could do that. Oh, of course. And like, I will be the first to say that a lot of it does come down to me. I mean, like I am very reaction. Okay. Or, like based. How so? so like little things. Yeah. Well, just like, it's like, bam. Like I will like kind of like snap at it either in a positive or a negative way. And like literally my mom and my boyfriend were talking about it. And my mom was like, she's been that way since the day she came out of me. Like that is just, that's her personality. She snaps. It's very much, you know, like a burst of happiness or like a burst of irritation. So it's not, so is that, do you think that that's from a, a pent up frustration or that's just how you have a thought and in the moment you share it and it's kind of explosive? Yes, that's exactly oh, how okay. it's just, I don't, I don't have that ability to kind of like, I like, I can't hide my emotions on my face either. It's one of those oh, things so where like, it's, it, I don't, I don't, I don't know how people can like a God bless because oh, yeah. I can't. What about if, especially if you're like in a, for me, it's like if I'm not in a bad mood, but like I'm hungry, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. People are like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, Does that happen yeah. for you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> even if, I, what, what's frustrating is even if I don't feel something is really wrong in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm a little tired, but I'm okay. I'm pleasant. People still sort of like judge me and they're like, you're not this crazy, loopy, mm-hmm. crazy person we're used to seeing. You're a little more subdued mellow like what's wrong with you i'm like nothing's wrong with me does that happen to you or is it is it, it genuinely people have a reason to be concerned no and it does and it's kind of the other way and like and i feel bad about this but a lot of my boyfriend's friends think that i hate them all oh because i will come home from work exhausted emotionally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. physically and like my living space is my like safe space that's where i come to decompress that's right. where i come to get away and i walk through the door and there are people in my house and I have no idea they're yeah, there. I'm not ready for it. It's been a long day and I am just not pleasant. And I don't hide it because I can't at that point. And I'm just like this, like just very blunt, very sharp, very short. And they're all kind of like, why is she so miserable? Like, why does she not like us? And it's like, it really has nothing to do with you. It just has to do with the fact that you're a human and you're in my space right now. You need time to decompress. Exactly. Really, yeah. And it's, yeah. It, yeah, I hate it. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but. What is so funny is I can't tell you how many times I have seen memes or videos on Instagram or Facebook or whatever of a guy saying, I come home from work and I just want my girl to give me some space and she's blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. And it's to me, it's a little bit sexist because it's always saying the man, the man needs his time to decompress and rest after work. The woman is like the woman in the in the partner partnership is just always like, you know, um, Adam trying to ask questions and talk to him. And he's like, I just need time to rest. And I'm like, it's not a man or woman thing. It's just 
who's at work all day and comes home at the other person when the other person is off or whatever it's like mm. we're humans like we all have that same need to just like hey i need a little bit of alone time when i come home from work i mean yeah. I think it doesn't matter. I always see that. I'm like, I just think it's so sexist because it, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. Like, everyone yeah, feels yeah, the same it's, way. It's you your personality I mean? and, yeah. what, and what you do. Yeah. And it's, you know, and like and like I said, I feel bad because I think a lot of times it's so much easier for me to project my uh, discontent than it is for me to project my content. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, people will notice your negative emotions maybe more faster easier than they notice when you're happy mm-hmm. it's kind of like when we, we we always like emphasize negative news it, it tends to get maybe bigger headlines than like than than something positive that's going on it's like oh there's an earthquake or this person got shot and like that tends I, and i don't know psychologically why it'd be interesting to ask someone like why that comes to sort of the forefront of our uh recognition our, our our senses um but it's the same thing when we're in a bad mood it's like people notice that it's like we yeah. didn't notice the other 90 percent of the time when i was in a good mood you right. didn't say anything you know <laughs> but um that's very interesting now can i ask is, is jake like that at all too because he works a lot too when he comes home does he kind of need a, a time to decompress or he needs like five minutes and then he's fine oh really that's but he's the type of person where like something terrible happens and he can just like let it go Oh, like he yeah, doesn't really like hold that. on to his emotions. He okay. can just like kind of he can be upset for a second and then yeah. get over it and then it's fine. And it's like, I don't know how you do that. Like, thank God that there are people out there that can. Sure. Everyone handles that differently. Yeah. But um, but he doesn't really need he does not need the time that I do. But then yeah. again, I mean, he also isn't. He's worked with people yeah. all day. He does come in contact with people. Right. But like with like your roommate, when I came in and mm-hmm. she was like, wow, you, like, remembered me from, like, five months ago. Hmm. And it's like, yeah, you don't understand. My job is to remember every detail. Like, oh, I have clients true. come in. I have to remember, you were here six weeks ago. What did you tell me about the vacation you went on? What's going on with your kid in college? That's true. What's going on with your marriage? Blah, 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 blah. And then in six weeks from now, we got to pick that conversation back up like again. Like at the salon? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's So true. it's all day. Not only am I on my feet, am I walking around, am I bending over, but then it's mentally keeping track of every single person and everything going on in their lives. So by the time I leave, I'm yeah. like, oh, I need like total just like, I, I just got to like disconnect dis- a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. I never thought about it. that, that I didn't think about clients actually maybe being offended or bothered if you didn't remember something about them. Like you're, oh, is yeah. that why, or you just naturally have a really good memory? Both. I mean, it's something that I was kind of taught early in my career is to remember 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 never thought about that yeah never and then you deal with that. people too coming in and just their emotions mm-hmm. what they're going through you know you pick up that you absorb that you unfortunately kind of take that with you i was Some, gonna say they probably unload everything onto you oh yeah oh of course and then if somebody has a reaction to something like i had a client the other day i was like three minutes late shampooing her hair not nothing was like it wasn't a chemical that was going to do damage to the hair it was fine she like was nasty to Uh. me like nasty to me and i just kind of was like yeah all right keep going and it was that whole like you know that's what i deal with on a daily basis like multiple times a day or god forbid you wait till the day before you need to go to some show or something and need your hair done i can't fit you in and you tell me how i ruined your life or you threaten me by using box color on your hair and at this point i'm like all right go ahead have fun like i'll see you in six weeks oh like some cheap yeah they're like well i'm gonna have to box color my hair if you can't get me in tomorrow and it's like well i guess you're gonna have to go to the store buy box color that's exactly right i don't know what to tell you 
But that's the stuff that I deal with that emotionally when I get home, I'm just like, I can't. That's when I walk in and totally I see more it. people and I'm just like, get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because who knows what friend you sit next to and they're going to unload on you too, you know. Yeah. But no, it's that's very interesting. It's good to keep that in mind. And I'm always thinking of that when I'm working with, like I have Invisalign right now. So when I'm making appointments with them or a dentist, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, they can't fit me in right away or there's some problem. Like, it's not their fault. I'm one of a thousand people they have to talk to every day. So I was like, let me try to give them my best regardless of what I'm going through and, and um, you know, tr- not, try not to make their job any harder than it is, certainly. Yeah. So, oh gosh, that's pretty interesting. Well, cool. Thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. And uh, let me ask real quick before we wrap up, you're from PA, right? You're um, not a originally. No, no, I'm from PA originally. You're from PA originally. And you grew up, uh, did you have, do you have sis- siblings? I do. I have a brother. A brother? Mm-hmm. Are you guys close? Cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is he? Is he in PA? He is, yeah. So they live in Norristown. Oh, okay. Oh, he's yeah. in Norristown. And oh, wait, he's married. Yes, married with two kids. Okay. How similar are your like personalities? <sighs> we are and we aren't. It's weird. Yeah. There are definitely similarities. Um, and then we do have our differences, too. He is a lot more relaxed than I am. Uh-huh definitely does not show his emotions the way that i do okay he can okay. kind of keep it together a little bit more yeah um but he has his moments too so it's like eh, yep you're my brother yeah there that's interesting <laughs> yeah do you feel like uh, you guys are different in terms of holding things in like can he talk about things a little bit easier and get uh, get stuff off his chest sounds like you can too you're just m- mm-hmm. trying to moderate the level of tact well, so he's the opposite. He doesn't like to talk about things. Oh. So it's very uncomfortable for him. Whereas yes. like, I'm just like, let's talk about emotions. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. And he just looks at me and is like, I don't want to talk about that. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like a that, struggle. And that's another thing I don't think is a, is a man woman thing of people who hold in things or don't like people. I think the stereotype is that men typically hold things in and feel like it's a sign of weakness to communicate a feeling negative emotion whatever mm-hmm. i don't think that's the case i mean i've i've I, just anecdotally i have talked to many women who are like ah, i'm just not always comfortable talking about things or i feel like i i can't really i kind of have to keep it in um i don't know do you, have you observed that with especially with all the people you've talked to that you men and women tend to differ in that way or just it's a personality thing i think it's a personality thing but i think also we're becoming more aware just with all of the the things with mental health coming right. up now and it's it's be finally being seen that like not talking about things is not good. Yes. So I think it's becoming a little more open that people are being a little more willing. But you, I mean, it's it still is a struggle, and it's I think a lot of it more so comes from the environment that you were raised in and yes. those thoughts and actions around expressing emotion, and that's how you know it. it gender doesn't really. I don't think so. To do with it, I and think it's more environment. Even your career environment. I watched mm-hmm. the um the 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 issue with the Olympics and Simone Biles came up um with her um expressions of mental health and anxiety, and then I watched a documentary on Netflix, which I recommend about um a tennis player, Marty Bird. I think it was Marty Bird, who I don't know anything about, but he was one of the first guys who was at the top of his game internationally, tennis player, and ended up breaking down because he had been dealing with anxiety for years, didn't know it was anxiety, and it it essentially made him um, shut down at the, the peak moments of his career, and especially in a professional setting where it's it's so frowned upon to sort of like 
talk about mental health and actually you know pretend it's a real issue because it is and he was one who was able to like bring it up and be like hey top athletes like have immense anxiety and have immense pressure that they have to deal with all the time and if you don't take it into account and actually get professional help with it like it could destroy your career destroy your family life and um so i'm always uh happy when i see especially people who have a are in the limelight can set an example for like hey let's deal with these things and that's like what our podcast is about and even i think your career that you're moving into with holistic fitness and personal health is that you know we are talking about things we're, we're trying to get at the underlying symptoms of what's going on not mm-hmm. just you want to lose five pounds but like hey what's going on in your life that you know maybe you need a physical remedy maybe you need a new fitness plan or maybe you need to I don't know, go to church or see a therapist or something like mm-hmm. that. So um, I'm just encouraged by your testimony and um, your willingness to help other people, oh, even when you know you, you have your own shortcomings, you know, but that's good. It allows you to empathize with, with your clients more, I think. So mm-hmm. absolutely. Sure. Cool. Well, it's a good conversation. We were going to keep it short this week. It's Thanksgiving. So everyone listening, thank you guys for tuning in. Definitely give us some feedback. Let us know your thoughts, questions, anything that we can bring up on the podcast next time. And reach out to Ruben and tell him how much of a noob he's being for um, spending time with his family not being on the podcast. I'm joking. Yes, I'm. thank you. Thank you for the, the laugh track. Well, guys, everyone, um, is there anything you wanted to plug or anything you wanted people to follow or for clients or anything, like website or anything at all? Instagram? Well, yes. So if you would like to, my Instagram is um, nourish your soul health coaching so it's nourish underscore your underscore soul underscore hc that's right um i since i am kind of doing this whole like figuring out transition thing i definitely have moved away from social media a little bit sure um but i have some ideas i'm kind of starting to get that itch again to uh to get back at it absolutely Um, and then i do have a website too my website is nourish your soul hc.com um and that's just kind of gives some background with like my health coaching and um all that kind of stuff um but again that's going to be you know changing morphine awesome well, i'm going to plug both of those things in the post we'll make about the um, podcast this week so everyone can go check you out awesome thank you absolutely well everyone thank you guys for listening tuning in this week i think we'll be back next week with another guest so tune in and everyone be entertained be entertained